everybody. Welcome back. We are at the Diamond Talk Show. Got a special edition here. We got a big centenary baseball podcast today, and we are welcome with the coach of the program, new coach of the program. Yes. Tell me who we got. What's going on, guys? Andrew Romanella here, um, head coach at Centenary University. Um, this is my I'm entering my ninth year as a collegiate baseball coach, wow. which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, but my first year at Centenary, I was hired there May of 2022 um and it's been a fun ride since and how did you get started with centenary did you come in as like an interim coach did you come in as like a pitching or bench coach what did you get started as so it's kind of crazy actually so the previous coaching staff had left in the middle of the season last year just dropped them they did so then they got an interim staff and i to to shout them out i can't say enough about them one of their assistants is still on my staff to this day Um, and they did a great job reviving the love for the program but when that happened um i had a little bit of insider info um to let me know that this job was open and eventually they were going to go and do a hiring search to see who should be the next head coach. And right. so from there, Centenary was on my docket and I'm like, I got to stay, I got to stay in tune. When the job came open, I got a text from the same person just saying, Hey, just letting you know this job is open. I said, you know what? Screw it. Let's throw the hat in the ring. Yeah, and, man. and it worked out from I there. Love it. Well, I mean, I'm sure you had a leg up being already in the program. I'm sure. So that helps. So when did you actually take over uh, the full reins? Did you have the fall season with these guys completely? Yeah, awesome. so I got hired in May and then officially started in August. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So you got the whole fall season. So what did you get to see as you, you know, you got the tail end of the season last year and then you head into fall ball. Uh, what did you kind of implement or did you try to just kind of set the floor set the foundation and then work from there. That's the definitely the first thing we try to do. It's like the buzzwords culture, right? Like you got to set your culture. And so for us, it was more or less like, what are we already about that is positive, right? Because I think what I was trying to do as a new head coach was not come in and say, it's just my way or the highway because it's unrealistic to believe that everything you do is correct, especially for a certain scenario. And sometimes just because a program is getting a new head coach doesn't mean that the full program is broken. So I tried to come in to answer your question. I tried to get a pulse on what's it like here? Like, what are the kids like? What are they all about? What would, if they told me what their culture is now, what would it be? And the one thing I learned is they love each other. Like the players want wanted to be with each other and that to me made it so much easier to take over because you didn't have any button 100 percent. it was more or less are they gonna like me so i just had to come in and say you know what i I have a happy upbeat personality don't change that like hold the kids accountable something that i do that's a foundation for us but at the end of the day if i show good energy positivity and love they're gonna want to buy in and over the last seven months we've just focused on that and yeah we work on the baseball but like that's the old underlying thing that we tried to change. And I wouldn't even call it a change. I would say we enhanced it. We enhanced the love they had for each other. And now we're adding different things that can take the program to the next level. I mean, you're, you're hitting all the nails on the head. You sound like you're saying all the right things, which is awesome. Yeah. But, but what's more important to me is like you didn't come in here with a kind of revolutionary mindset. Like we need to change everything ground up. Things weren't working. You kind of found what was working, tweaked some things it looks like, and really just pounded on your philosophy. And it seems like... Uh, from all the boys' reaction, man, you're doing a great job. Well, I appreciate you're that. You're doing a great job. And they all seem very upbeat and happy with you. And I appreciate that. And I'll kudo, I'll give them kudos because they make it really easy. Like yeah. they wanted this. Like yeah. it was pretty obvious on the interview. They wanted a coach that cared. It was pretty obvious when I got first to the practice field. Like they just want someone that's here and that cares about them and wants them to be better people, like better baseball players, right. better all around everything, right? And so 
kudos to them because they they were open to it they asked for it and they received it very well and like it wasn't even a yeah and sometimes it wasn't even a question it's like holy (laughs) like sorry pardon my french but it's like i can't even believe that these guys bought in this quickly well it's because i just Mm -hmm. built on foundations that they already had and gave them what they want and sometimes it's as easy as that i'm not some rocket scientist baseball coach i just looked at the scenario and said what do they want Okay, let's give it to them. And along the way, we have to adjust things. Yeah, we got to make adjustments. I don't like everything that goes on. That's why we were under 500 last year. But at the end of the day, when you break it down to simply what do the players want, sometimes you get the answers you need and you don't make it that hard. Right. I mean, I would agree with that. I mean, pretty simply when I sit down with these guys, especially the older guys who were here last year, um, last year was not a bad year until it seemed like it fell apart. Yeah. seemed like everybody kind of just lost that sense of urgency towards the end there. So you take away those last seven, eight games of the season, you're talking about a 500 or more ball club. Correct. You know what I mean? And so you're really not working from bottom. No, and we talk about it all the time. The difference then for us this year will be the small things that we do. Like, for example, I lost my mind yesterday because we were not doing our stretching program appropriately. And... You know, the looks on some of their faces was like, is this guy really yelling at us over us? Right? right He's a nut job. But my point to them was, if you can't worry about that little detail, I'm sorry when the pressure's on in the 38th game of the year, Mm -hmm. when we need that win, you're not going to handle that pressure or you're not prepared for it because you didn't do the little things leading up to it. And that matters. Right. It's huge. I mean, for an example, much more toned down example, but I have my younger guys coming in for speed and agility. Not all of them really have the greatest core or upper body strength. Right. You know, our push-ups aren't looking too good. Our right. sit-ups look a little wonky. So we did some work on that. And when we got to the abs, you know, the guys were like, why do we have to do this every week? This stinks. Yeah. What is this? I was like, well, guys, let's think about this. What does your abs, what does that help you do when we move? And it came down to it. It was just about everything. Yeah. And then you start to realize, oh, maybe it's a good thing I should work out. <laughs> yes, these muscles, I should you know? do this and more. And all of a sudden, yeah. those kids start working harder than I ever seen them work. A hundred percent. So it's like you just need a little something. Yeah. And once they see it, then it changes everything. You know, like that's a big thing. Like one thing we tried to do this year, and this was really, I thank all the coaches I've met that taught me this. Like, yeah. show the players what they're about to do. Like yes. why they're about to do it, explain yes. it to them. Like, yeah, sometimes does it feel annoying? Do you just want to say something and just go do it? Yeah, but you know what? I also like to ask questions. <laughs> I want to know why I'm doing stuff. Yeah. So they must feel the same way. Show them, explain it to them. Then all of a sudden, oh man, a 12 year old's all bought in about abs because he realizes what the point of it is, you know? So right. Right. I feel that on the nth degree. And I don't think that changes no matter what age they no, are. No, I don't think you know? so at all. You get them bought in. And big thing is, uh, I'm sure you're seeing it too, getting the boys involved in competition. You know, yeah. those live ABs that were going on today. Huge. Yeah. Even if you're just looking, tracking balls, you know what I mean? Getting yourself into the game, it gets competitive, you know? Like, oh, I saw that change up all day, or you beat me on that fastball. Like, that stuff really starts to click once we get to the season. Yeah. And, like, and we're fortunate to have the beautiful facility at in the uh, zone to come train at. And, and, but sometimes yeah. there's still restrictions, right? That's not a baseball right. field. There's nothing you can do. And you have to yeah. find a way to add that competition in. Right. Like, it's just, it's, let's be, let's call a spade a spade. Like, baseball's boring. It can be boring, it, right? It can be. So if we, yeah. like, don't, change something up like what what are we doing you know that's what i say to the guys all the time like if you're bored you need to come tell me because i'm doing something wrong and we need to change something because it's supposed to be fun and it might be hard sometimes but it should be fun while we're doing it It should be fun man and yeah so i mean on that degree i mean or on that point i want to talk about we got your boys in for the first couple practices this week what are we seeing so far so good work 
I'm excited because yeah. a lot of, as people may or may not know, the D3 calendar is tough to work around sometimes, tough. you know, and, and for the mm-hmm. pitching staff, getting them prepared, you know, we're 24 days away with our first practice, but also from our first game. Yep. It can't be the first time that someone picks up a baseball and throws it and gets ready for the season. Absolutely. Not. So you have to rely on them to do your program on their own at home from there with their own accountability standard. And what I saw in our first few days is the fact that we held that accountability standard over the winter. And our pitching staff shows it, right? Like we got guys on the on the rubber today throwing twenty five if you're a reliever, roughly thirty, thirty five if you're a starter, and they can't do that without the buildup. And then they did it with high level of strike percentage, and that's a good feeling. Right. So, listen, it's a small sample size, right? It's your first bullpen, it's your first day in the cage, but at the end of the day, that shows you a line. And that gives us a good feeling. So for us, Absolutely. first few days have just it just reassured me that they were they bought in. And like, yeah. it's not realistic to think 100 percent are bought in, but enough are bought in that we can do what we need to do, and that's Absolutely. exciting. Yeah, and I mean, you just went over those extra two, man. You mm-hmm. went over when you win the first two, three games of the season, or you got that got that ball rolling with good games coming. Those guys buy in right there. 100 percent. Those guys buy in. But I mean, when I have these guys in here, so as everybody knows, we've had a bunch of them in here so far. But I'll highlight a few. I had some of your older pitchers on. I did have an older hitter on. I had Myron Miller on. Yeah. I had Myron. I had Matty O for sure. And I did end up getting Gibbs in here. He might come in, tag in on the end of this episode. Gibby's a good one, man. He was a good one. So we got him in there, and almost consistently, every single one of them was saying the change in mentality as a team, not just with the coach, as a team, once we shifted over from last season to this fall, was incredible. And every single one, I mean, I see every single one of these boys is coming and getting work. There is not one kid on your roster who's not. I love it's it. It's insane. And I, I, know, like and I love day. to hear it. Because, like, I didn't know. Like, it goes back to what you, like, what's the first few days look like. Yeah. That's a huge aspect of it. Like, right. they could have came here for the last two weeks on their own at any point in the day. Right. And no. not everyone utilizes that. But some, yeah. but enough did. Yeah. And to hear that is, is is really cool and to know that the mentality they're bought into it it's also a really cool feeling and that's like like my dad says it all the time without enthusiasm hard work is just hard work right it's, yeah. it's literally all this driving your head into the wall that's it you're not right actually picking it up to look where you're going right so i told these so we say it to the guys all the time and i thank my dad for that lesson all day and i'm like guys man like we got to show up with enthusiasm if you're on your own you got to have enthusiasm if you're at the team you got to have enthusiasm so not only do they come here and they work? A lot of these guys come here and work with that excitement and that energy. Yeah, and you probably huge. saw that and that, that rolls over, you know, huge, like they, they, they fire me up to come to practice just because right. I can see how excited they are right. to get here, you know? So it's cool. It's yeah. really cool. I mean, the best way to put that is just good energy, good energy travels yes. or in general energy travels. You got bad energy. You got yeah. some of them bad players on your team. They're going to start to spread. Yeah. You have the opposite problem. We do That's something good. called mind up. All right. Okay. So um, I, I copy, I copyright uh, Rob Datoma, the head baseball coach at the uh, University of San Francisco for okay. this. He was my boss last year at FDU Teaneck and he introduced this concept where for about roughly three to five minutes prior to practice, mm-hmm. um, we could do a bunch of different things. You could have prompts, you could listen to podcasts, you could just meditate, okay. but get the guys to clear anything that's in their mind that might be hindering their opportunity to be great that day prior to practice. So sit there, lay there, lay face down, whatever you want. We're going to breathe and we're going to think and we're going to, hey, maybe I had a fight with my girlfriend that day. Well, for the next two hours, I'm going to get that out of my mind so I can be fully locked in on the baseball process. And I think the mind up, 
across the board has been the huge difference maker for us because now I feel like they've learned how to, to do exactly what you're saying, you know, not be one of those guys that comes in with a bad attitude because even if they do come in with a bad attitude, we have five minutes to clear it, clear it before practice starts. Yeah, and therefore you can, and then the other thing I tell them all the time is feel your emotions. Like if you're sad, feel sad. Like it's okay. Like it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be overly happy. Like, but you have to understand you can't let that affect your work right. and what you have to do that day. Right. So therefore, if they drive here, I don't want to be here. I'm angry today. Something's pissing me off. Well, there's some solace in none, but I have five minutes before I even start. I don't have to talk to anybody. I got five minutes to myself and I can kind of breathe and get through it. So I have to give my, my boss so much credit because he really was the one that kind of introduced it and it was really successful for us last year. And I said, you know what? For me too, I mind up before practice in my office. I'm like, you know I'm what? Sure it's breathe. More you, than even the kids. <laughs> you know, they're going to mess up a bump play, dog. Like just breathe yep. and then get out yep. there and you're oh, good. I you saw know? you getting down there before. Today. Yeah, I saw you <laughs> Did some demos. Uh, I love it. You know, always, yeah. always. So, Coach, let's get back to some personal stuff. Okay. Let's get away from centenary. All right. Where'd you come from? Baseball. Where'd you start? So, I started as the head coach at Raritan Valley Community College. Okay, no, um, you didn't start there. Where'd you play, dude? Oh, there you come go. On, All man. right. I, I graduated and played at St. Thomas Aquinas College. Awesome. Um, okay. Division two school, um, plays in the East Coast Conference up in uh, Spark Hill, New York. Okay. So, okay. I played there. Um, and then I actually, my first job out of college was broadcasting their men's and women's basketball really? games. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that was like, that was my first, like, you know, I knew I wanted to coach. I started coaching like a 13U team out of Queens because my buddy okay. was there and I was broadcasting stack basketball games. Um, and then I just kind of realized like, I really like this, right. you know? Um, and right. so then I went to a place called Zone Sports Academy over okay. in, uh, Bridgewater, New right. Jersey. Yeah. It's and where, at the, um, it's right next to, uh, Raritan. Correct. And then at the same time, I got the Raritan job. So then that's where my coaching that's career where I started. Went to school. That's awesome. That's where I played. Yeah, that yeah, makes. So me... I played under. Uh, I played under Freddie. Okay. I played, played Freddie, under Freddie Orch. Yeah. yeah. And weirdly, later on in my career, when Freddie left FDU to go to Raritan Valley, yeah. I left Stack as a coach to come to FDU. To go to FDU we right? switched jobs. We yeah. definitely. Yeah, we definitely. Ended yeah, up we've we've hundred percent as the baseball world, man. It's Every so, single so small. time. It's but crazy, then, yeah. just to finish the question, um, from there, I started my career at Raritan. I was there for two years. Okay. Um, gotcha. And then I wanted to go to the NCAA. I always wanted to be an NCAA head coach. It was just been, been a big goal of mine, always since I started right. coaching. So then I had a stint at College of Mount St. Vincent in uh, Yonkers, New York for a year. Okay. Then from there, I went to Stack, um, which I had a year there on their coaching staff. All right. Then I spent three years at FDU Florham. Um, as and is this all as assistants? Yeah, or all coaches? as assistants. Okay. Um, and then I spent a year at FDU Teaneck, uh, the gotcha. Division One last year, yep. and then I found myself to Centenary. How was your year with Teaneck? I loved it. Yeah. I mean, life honestly life changing for right. multiple reasons. The first one is like I can't say enough about Rob Detoma. He's like he's like my mentor. Um, I met Rob like six years ago when he was the uh, top assistant at Fordham University. Okay. And he went from Fordham. Uh, he spent three years at FDU Teaneck. And I was fortunate enough last year to join his staff. And we did some things that had never been done there before in a minute. We made the playoffs. We won 19 games, I think. And we just, we, we re, revived a program that was not really there for a long time. Sure. And Rob taught me like everything there is to know about being a head coach in that year. Like I, 
You know, I, I have had some great people I've worked for. Every person I've worked for has been phenomenal in my career. But Rob, like, set the bar to a different level. Mm. You know, just like... I got you. I know exactly what you mean. And you know those people, like, when you show up and you're like, man, I'm early today. <laughs> and then you roll up and that dude's that like... Dude's been they worked out. <laughs> they worked out. They did the whole practice plan. And you're like, what the... It's like 8.30. And, like, yeah. it's not necessarily about what time you show up, but it's about what you do with that time. Right. You know, and he just taught me that. So my year at TNAC, man, I can't say enough about it. And then the cool part which I think this deserves its due. Mm. Um, that staff had myself on it, Rob Toma and a, a, a Nam. Um, then there's Manny Roman, okay? Okay. Manny was our pitching coach. I was our assistant hitting coach, our third base coach, and Rob was our head coach. Well, Rob then got the job at University of San Francisco as the head coach. Okay. Manny then became the head coach at FDU Teaneck. And okay. I became the head coach at Centenary. That's uh, like a three-headed it's, yeah. three it dog really, right there. It was really awesome. cool. Like, I don't know if I'll ever be a part of that again, too. So That's pretty special. Yeah, I honestly, I could sit here and talk to you for hours about that year alone just because yeah, of the lessons sure. I learned and stuff. But, yeah, it was it was the best. I one. mean, Coach, I got to be honest. We're going to have to have you back in here. Yeah, again. sure. Is, <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Are you kidding me? This is phenomenal. But, um, yeah, dude, I honestly, I'm very excited for you guys. Like I told all the boys, I'll definitely be getting out to a few games awesome. this year. Um We'll Getting an ITZ thing. sign in the outfield, no, sorry. I'm going yeah, to need that now. So I'm trying to think. Did we have any anything you wanted to get off your chest for, for our centenary boys out there? Yeah. I know a lot of them listening. I do. I do. Um, you know, for anyone that doesn't know about anything about centenary baseball, um, whatever, you, and if you do know something about it, throw it out the window. Um, because I, I urge people to come and watch the product that we're going to put on the field this year. And it's not just about the next four months. It's really more about the foundation these kids are laying for the future of the program. You're going to find a group of kids that love each other. I mentioned it earlier. I'll say it again. They work really hard and they care about the game. But on top of that, they're pretty freaking good. <laughs> like I'm not, I mean, let's say I'm the head coach and I try not to get overly excited, overly zealous. I don't sit here and say, we're going to win 25 games. No, I don't say any of that stuff, but I will tell you when I think dudes are good and we have guys that are freaking good and they might not know it yet. And that's my job to get them to know it. Um, and then if, if the guys that I coach are listening, I, I, I love them and I thank them because, you know, I might write a book on my first year as a head coach because it's been so much fun. And, you know, there are ups and downs. I told you I was mad yesterday about stretching. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, that's all a part of the You're process. mad today about bunts, man. That's <laughs> 100% right. We got to get bunts down. But at the end yeah. of the day, like, we just have a group of love and, and fun and, and hard work and with enthusiasm. I love it. And so it's really cool. So shout out to those guys. I commend them. Nothing that I'm talking about right now is even possible if they're not the type of people that Absolutely, they are. Man. So it's it's really, really cool. So come out. Check it out. CentenaryCyclones.com. Check out the website. Go check out the schedule. You can follow Cent underscore baseball on Instagram and Twitter. We put all of our schedules and stuff out there. We do interviews with the players. You can get to know them, all that good stuff. Um, and if you want to follow me, Coach Please. Romo 24, Please. I do a lot. I obviously promote a lot about Centenary, but if you're interested in, in my life and, and my stuff, you can follow me there too. Awesome, dude. I yeah, think, bro. I think we'll have quite a few people hopping on there. Heck yeah, I'm pumped. Everybody, and I'm coming Romo. back. <laughs> we got Coach Romo here, Centenary Baseball. He'll, he'll most definitely be back. Yeah, man. Without a doubt. Look forward to this year, man. Appreciate you, bro. Perfect. Back. I want to talk a little bit about what we missed out on last time. That sound good? Sounds perfect. Right, what did we miss out on? First of all, we got a new boy in here. Who do we got? Yeah, this is uh, Samuel Castillo. I go by Sam. They call me Whamuel. Yeah, I'm excited to be on the on the on the podcast. <laughs>
Good, dude. I'm glad to have you. Who else we got? Uh, we got the one, the one and only who's been mentioned maybe once or twice on here already. Uh, Matthew Gibbons. Uh, a lot of people call me Gibby. Yeah, that's what we've heard. And we got. And Matteo, I'm back again. Matteo's back. So, Gibby, I need to know why everybody's got your name in the back. What's going on? I don't know. If you told me what they were talking about, I'd be able to tell you. Yeah, they just said like you're a legend. Like, oh, you got to talk. You got to talk to Gibby. Like, I don't understand, man. You seem like just like a guy. I am a guy. That's that's about all I am. Uh, you know. <laughs> so, what do you uh, pitcher only? What do you do? Yeah, I'm pitcher only. Uh, I've been here two years. Transferred in after my freshman year. So, okay. where'd you transfer from? Uh, Lehigh Carbon Community College. Okay. And did you grow up in around New Jersey? Where are you from? No, I'm from Allentown, Pennsylvania. So, oh, okay. yeah, about an hour away. Not too bad. Not too bad. Me and yeah. Gibby actually went to the same high school for a year in really? Pennsylvania. Yeah. Very nice. So, where in Pennsylvania were you guys right around that same area? Yeah. Is that, is that Allentown? Yeah. Our houses are two minutes from each really? other. Yep. I also come from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Oh, so uh, yeah, I come from like the Allentown. the rival of high school, Whitehall, Whitehall High School. Okay, okay, and you are also PO. Yeah, I was PO, but in high school I played outfield in first base. So that base. was my next question: Which of us are not actually genuine POs converted? I am certainly converted. Um, okay. I grew up an infielder my whole life. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then junior year transferred to be a PO. And then just committed to it. Yeah. I played a little bit of outfield, a little bit of first base, but, you know, high school is kind of just pitch. (laughs) Yeah, we all know what we're here for. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, last time we were talking a little bit about our walk up songs, a little bit about what you guys do, a little bit of tradition got kind of cut off. So, I want to know a little bit more. You guys, seniors, are you sophomore? This, I know you are. Are you messing with this guy's music? Or not anymore because he's not a freshman. Not anymore. Last year we did. Okay. So does anymore. he have full control? He does. He has full control over his... Wow. That seems like a lot of play. So one year. Just one year. One year. Yep. Okay. Now, what about classics? You've been here for a little bit, Matteo. Mm-hmm. What has been like a couple of the like good song choices? Ooh. Um, what consists of a good song choice? Is it, well, are you going for embarrassment? <laughs> are you going for... Like, what is the goal? I can, I mean, a little bit of both. So we had one outfielder last year where <laughs> we took someone singing a Taylor Swift song, shout out Marty, <laughs> and he sang Love Story by Taylor Swift. Very nice. And he recorded it on like Snapchat, sent it to us. We yeah. downloaded that and put that as Chase's walk-up song. <laughs> okay. And then right. if switching up from that, our uh, catcher... Nick Payne. Mm-hmm. I actually picked his song. It was a fan favorite. Holla Back Girl. Great song. Okay. Yeah. So I see a little bit of embarrassment there, but also like... A little bit of sass, though. He's yeah, very like, sassy. Like, so. You're giving off like a vibe there. Did he keep sure. it, Gib? Uh, he kept it in the fall. I don't know what he's doing for the spring, but in the fall he kept it, so... That's like almost iconic. He That's did pretty like, well with it, too, so don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right? Yeah. So... What about you? You got any any uh, memorable songs for anybody? Um, well, when I transferred in, just given my nickname, um, I was given the iCarly theme song, so that <laughs> that 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 played That's into clever. yeah, that played into my into my game pretty well. So that was that was fun. Um, off the top of my head, I mean, some guys, 
you know, some guys like to pass down their songs. I know um, okay. one of our first basemen, he gave one of the other transfers his song, I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. That's but there comes a point where, you know, he started to struggle a little bit and he went back to it. He took it back from the kid and, you know, <laughs> it, it was kind of a, a little infighting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, some guys pass it down. Some guys like to keep it fresh and think of new stuff and, you know. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So what about yourself? When did you get shot? Uh, yeah, so when I came in, uh, a lot of guys said I looked like Pete Davidson. I really I don't it. I really don't see it. So they gave me Just thank a little you. darker, but the yeah. face is, is like nailed it. Yeah. So they gave me Thank You Next by Ariana Grande okay. just for the one Pete lyric in it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I picked that one yeah. too. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that a lot. So now, does Sam have any choice now or is this all upperclassmen that get to make decisions? All upperclassmen. Okay. We're gonna meet the seniors were actually recently talking about this. We're yeah. going to meet and select some songs. Very nice. Okay. And now that we have a more better gauge of the freshmen, you know, because we had the fall, we had time to see how they are, and now we can pick very fitting songs for them. Good. Okay. Um, I feel like I had another question on that, but it's escaping me now. So are we? do we have any transfers that we're excited about, or is it really just mostly freshmen? Uh, but we won't. I don't think we have any. Like, we don't have any. Transfers. Yeah, we don't have any transfers. We have all... All true freshmen this year. So. Very nice. Okay. All right. And a lot of them? Uh, not too many at this point. We're down to six or seven pitchers and two position guys. So the freshman class is pretty thin. Um, All right. But, but you got a lot of returning guys, though. So it's yeah. Not oh, really, yeah. Uh, not really an issue there, man. So when does when does everything get started, gentlemen? When are we, when are we officially team stuff? Monday. Pra- practice Monday. Yeah. We hit the road. Absolutely. We'll be here, beautiful. right? Yeah, we'll be here we'll Monday. Be here. You guys so. are going to be here Monday? All yeah. Right. And so what are you guys getting doing? You guys starting like live stuff already? Where do you start? Um, I think pitchers are just going to, you know, pick up where we left off and, just try you know. To get yourself ranked back. Yeah, yeah. Some guys are on bullpens already. I know I'm a little behind because I was injured all winter. But, um, yeah, just bullpens, flat grounds, really getting ready for competition at this point. We are starting live like very soon in the next couple, like two weeks, I think. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. So stand-ins too. There you go. So, just to finish off, fellas, you got two seniors here. What's going on after school? We got one more year, and that's you guys are gone, right? Eligibility's done. What's your deal? What are you thinking? Gonna keep wrapping up grad school. I still probably have another year-ish to finish up. At least, okay. Definitely some summer courses to speed up the process. For sure. Kind of work while I'm doing that and. Just test out internships and go from there. And I think we talked about you're trying to kind of stay in the sports baseball kind of realm, right? Correct. Yeah, sports management. I want to probably get into minor league baseball and work my way up from there. That would be awesome, man. I'd really love to see you get into that. What about you? Uh, so over the summer, I actually interned with the New York Mets. Um, Very nice. Yeah, How so it was awesome. It was a really great experience. So, cool. you know, I'm trying to get back in with them as a full-time, sure. full-time guy. So they've we've had discussions about it and, you know, see where that could take me if not and i'll play around with more job opportunities and maybe internships and we'll see where life takes me yeah for sure so you're trying to stay in and around baseball too yeah absolutely that's really good would you see yourself as like kind of a coach guy you like a back end guy what kind of baseball would you see yourself in so when i was with the mets i did mostly it stuff so i was working a lot with their computers scoreboards all that stuff um so that's kind of an area that interests me but then again like once, you know, down the road and kids come along, I'd really love to coach my kids, coach kids sure. once I get to that point, you know, it's something I want to do and kind of give back. Hey, man, uh, look at where I'm at. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sam, you're my last guy. You ain't yeah. a senior. You're no, I, I got some time left, but, you, you know, time. those where four. Are you, where are you aiming? Um, well, I'm just not trying to think about the future because when you think about the future too much, you know, time really flies fast. So I'm just trying to live in the moment, you know, really like trying, that. really trying to develop as a player. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's not a bad answer, especially from a young fellow. I like yeah. that. How old are you now? Um, I'm about to turn 20 okay, in so a couple really weeks. Young. Good, yeah. good. What do you study now? Um, at first, I was sports management, but then I switched to business management. Switched over to business? Yeah, and there was this company over the summer that I worked at called Bebron. Okay. medical equipment company manufacturing and it runs 24 7 like employees going in and out every shift and I, I thought it was a good company to work for I applied for an internship there because they're there's always they're always making revenue 24 7 and time is money so kind of makes you're sense there, man. Yeah. Looks like, yeah, you're actually thinking about the future, thinking about the future. Yeah. <laughs> fellas anything else we wanted to talk about anything I'm not aware of, of centered baseball before we give you a send-off into the season off the top of my head, not really. I mean, just we're going to keep working and Good. be the best versions of ourselves we could be. Good. I'm excited to see it on the field, gentlemen. I hope to have your coach in here. I hope to have Romo in here soon. Get his thoughts on everything. From everything I'm seeing outside looking in, guys, you guys are looking good. So prove it. All I can say is prove it this year. I want to come see some good games. We'll do. Thank you. Right. Thank you. I will see you gentlemen on Monday. Yeah. Yes, sir. See you then. On Monday. Thanks for having us. Thank on. you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you.